Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast, reading the Bible for the very first time, uh, and, you know, <laughs> talking about it, I guess. Um, I do got some emails for you today, and just a real quick review of uh, First Kings uh, that we'll be going through, and I found a site that makes things just real, real stupid simple. Um, it doesn't necessarily go into, you know, incredible details like I try to... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we'll have that at the end of this. And, uh, hopefully for those of you who are subscribed or listening, and please subscribe to, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or SoundCloud or wherever the hell you listen to it, please, oh, please do. Um, you can also email me at according to stupid, uh, according to stupid at gmail.com at accord to stupid on the Twitter. Uh, and you can find that in the description. All right, uh, so there, uh, our Jehovah's Witness lady, person, man, them, group, uh, who knows, has uh, sent a deal from my last response. And uh, I'm going to warn you that my response to this one has is, is been pretty big. Um, and it might be a little disjointed because I was a little on the like, what the fuck sort of things. Not, I mean, it's not as bad as the like all governments come from Satan, but... It, you know, it's a little bit up there. I and mean, most of it's with the end of it. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. And if you have anybody who's like, you need to hop on this and yell at this motherfucker. Well, it's real easy to get in touch with me. Um, Yeah. So here we go. Uh, so they say, uh, uh, they repose the question that I posed to them. And it was, so later Satan comes up and talks to our man, JC. You think he'd know who the son of God was? And so uh, they uh, put out there, he says, uh, my answer, Satan absolutely knew who Jesus was. Uh, and in fact, Satan was in heaven with Jesus during the creation of the earth and mankind. Uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus is God's only begotten son, God's first creation, in parentheses, created solely by God, as opposed to, you know, created by multiple other folks. Uh, Jesus had the privilege of helping his father during the, his creative days. Uh -huh. So, yes, Jonathan, Satan knew uh, Jesus uh, and what his purpose was here on earth. God's justice to balance the scales required a perfect human being to buy back what Adam, a perfect human being, lost for mankind. That's why Jesus came to earth. God's grand purpose will be brought about here on earth by the means of his heavenly kingdom. That's why Jesus told his disciples uh, what to pray for at Matthew 6, 9 through 10. You must pray then this way. Our Father in the heavens, let your name be sanctified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heaven, also on earth. I still prefer my Catholic upbringing of this one. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> It sounds a lot cooler, for sure. Uh, notice the kingdom was already set up in heaven. Mm -hmm. But we uh, were to pray to God to bring it to earth as it is in heaven. Right. Uh, when that heavenly kingdom was set up in 1914, I'm not sure what that is. They haven't answered. Uh, Satan and his demons could not be part of that righteous government. So the Bible tells us that God through Satan and his cohorts down to the vicinity of the earth, where they cause a lot of our misery. Oh, okay. Uh, Satan knows his time is short. He also knows that when Jehovah sets up his heavenly kingdom here on earth, that he and his demon angels will be abyssed for a thousand years. All this is written down for us in the Bible. Haven't quite gotten there, but we'll get there. Um, 
John, I would like uh, to help you understand what God's kingdom will do for mankind and how we can be a part of God's grand plan. You certainly are a thinker, but you do yourself a disservice by all your hypothesizing. Listen to the scriptures. If you want to continue, let me know. More than happy I am to continue on this. Um, <laughs> especially when I, I'm told to just like, you know, just listen to my scriptures and quit, <laughs> quit thinking so fucking much. Um, okay, well, I, I, I misread one of these parts, but I, I'm sure I get my point across. So this is my lengthy-ass response uh, to this particular uh, email that I, that I got just now that you heard. Hey, all right, I can buy some of this. Satan gets cast out after the tree of good and evil bit, right? Odd that Genesis mentions nothing about his son looking over his shoulder to make sure he makes humans all right. Which makes me wonder, again, if this part, if it's this is part of the plan. God still sacrifices his only son, as opposed to straight forgiveness, which his son, from what I understand, has been trying to speak about to us humans for his 33-some years, right? His audience, ought to, his audience ought to have been a little higher. Why sacrifice your only son, your perfect creation, in order to spare humanity, when you could just snap your fingers and make it so? Did God need to do his own sacrificing? Did he need to feel loss? But if you're omnipotent, uh, but if you're, um, but if omnipotent, he would know he had to do it, or would eventually do it. I'm just calling into question why it needed to happen at all. It seems a really long process to just right a wrong that was done many, many generations ago. And why the wait? Why wait all those generations to save everyone when he could have just done it the week after Adam and Eve? But I guess that brings into a good question, too, if, of, if Satan knew Jesus, and all knew that Jesus would have to sacrifice himself for all humanity, the play for Satan makes a lot of sense. Sure, he didn't own anything, but you corrupt the Son of God, the second big fish, with the idea that his own father will allow him to be killed, and not in the best way, either. It's not a knife to the throat or an unexpected explosion, it's a crucifixion. A really unfun way to perish. It makes sense for me that Satan, <laughs> for Satan to play into his, isn't this unfair? I thought it was. I'll give you everything if you join my side. But he ultimately turns Satan down, and does he cast him out a second time? I would assume he would, but yeah, fuck it. Otherwise, God and Jesus seem pretty alright with Satan roaming around on earth despite having sent him away. Which kind of gets answered be like, demons are on earth, that's why we're so miserable. Like, well, doesn't really help <laughs> anything, really, does it? Uh, the bringing heaven to earth bit. Is it a physical thing or more of a spiritual or emotional kingdom he would bring? And I can understand the hopefulness of the statement, but what is he waiting for? Uh, I ask what the 1914 bit, is it a typo? Uh, wasn't it in your last email you said all governments were of Satan? Maybe I'm nitpicking, but did you mean human governments? So according to you, Satan is sent to earth to cause mischief despite doing a good job, pun un unintended, in heaven. You'd think the Almighty would put up a more permanent residence in hell as opposed to throwing him just out the gates. Uh, yeah, meaning that, like, isn't he just supposed to dwell in hell as opposed to, you know, fuck around on earth for a while? Only a thousand years, I ask. Uh, what happens after that? Did God already come down with his kingdom, or should I not be worried at all? Because if this kingdom does come, I have a thousand years before some demons get out of their, their abyssal prison, 
Sounds awesome, but nothing I really have to concern myself unless heaven is already here, which it could be. But I suppose not if all governments are run by Satan, as you say so. I suppose not. I don't know if God even has a plan for me, or has a plan much at all. He seems content to punish the good and ignore the bad for a good long time. He's not very expedient in his wrath at times. I'm not a prophet. He doesn't speak to me, as far as I know. And so far, no toads, locusts, and mass firstborns being killed, so I think we're all okay. I can't claim to know God's plan, and it feels weird to me to say I'd even hope to know. I can hope that his plan is for mankind to do good, and hope that there even is a something beyond this life. Hope, I suppose, is what I have. Faith is tricky, and getting trickier as I'm delving into this. Walk me through my disservice to myself. I don't think I am. I simply seek to understand, and a good lot of this is, well, bonkers. It is hard for me to buy into a deity who chooses so few to do so much when it would be simpler to do it on his own. It's hard for me to reckon with a father who would knowingly send his son to die for his own secondary-ish creatures. I can buy that on the general sense the Almighty would want good to come to his creations. I can buy that maybe he has... Uh, he was new to this whole thing of creation and is making it work as best he can in the time that it happens. The experiment with the fruit of good and evil feels right to me in the way to test the whole free will bit, but even that has some holes and flaws. Uh, and if I call into question that Bible is not all right, then the only thing I have to go on is to look around me and do good where I can, I guess. But why not question it? Putting something in God's hands when I can affect the change of it seems a waste to waste his time and mine when I should just do whatever I can. I can hope that something comes from whatever I put out there, but I'm not entirely convinced that God has a plan for everyone. I think he probably has a plan for a couple of folks to run around and do things, but I'm skeptical on the, uh, on the mundanity of humanity that the mass of us have some part to play. It'd be nice. Don't get me wrong. Assuming he does have a plan for everyone, it does have its reassurances, no doubt. But then I wonder if I ever inherited free will to begin with, and that God is still sal uh, salty in a way with Adam and Eve. So do I really have any choice if all of the previous is true? Hopeful, John. My meaning in that, uh, the, if I don't have a choice at all, if, like, the experiment was, you have free will, and, um, you find out about good and evil, right? But, <laughs> you know, does, does it pass on through the generations? Does it continue, assumingly, as it does through Adam and Eve? And if that free will gets me instant banishment for one transgression, um, is it really fucking worth it? Um, that sort of thing. That's where I was kind of coming from, I suppose. Um, yeah. I guess in that sense that, like, uh, does it dilute, does it change, does, does my free will, if I have free will, how does God have a destiny for me? That's what it was, okay. Um, because if the, it's already preordained, I don't have free will, right? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because if I have total free will to do it, uh, then there shouldn't be a plan, right? So... It feels to me like there shouldn't, that it's one or the other. It can't be both because <laughs> it's a, a paradox. It's, it's something impossible. It's not a miracle impossible. It's 
it's hypocritical, you know. And not saying that God can't be, <laughs> but it doesn't help, <laughs> you know. So either I have no free will and total destiny and everything's planned out, everything I ever do, which he, God should be a lot madder about how much I masturbate, if at all. Huh. Uh, <laughs> or everything's free will and he can be mad at me about that. And barely hopping onto Catholicism, I hope I get last rites at the end to just go like, nope, you get into heaven. So <laughs> just throwing me up there. Um, so that was the emails. Uh, they haven't responded yet. It was just yesterday. So um, I just waited and I didn't want to do anything just yet. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to uh, our first Kings summary. It's real short. It's like four teeny tiny paragraphs. So this is going to be one of my shorter episodes. You guys will hopefully enjoy. Um, Kings 1. And I got this from Easy English Bible or Easy English dot Bible, I guess, um, if you want to find it. But we're going to hop back uh, into the next one here in a bit. Um, it took us eight months to get through first Kings and yeah, I took a six month break on there. I'm sorry about that. Um, but, uh, it, that's what happened, you know? So, um, here's the, uh, uh, the, the summary of what just happened over nearly a year, um, <laughs> of 2020. Uh, first Kings is a book about the history of the people called Israelites. It is in the old Testament in the Bible. The books of Kings continue the story that began in the books of Samuel. In these history books, the Bible contains many examples which teach how we should live. Uh, and they cite us another book, 2 Timothy 3.16. Hey, um, which seems odd to me. But okay, anyway, uh, 1 Kings begins with the story of Solomon. Solomon was a wise king at first. Then he became rich. He built a temple, house of God, in Jerusalem. But then Solomon took many wives. When he was old, they encouraged him to serve evil gods. I missed that one. After Solomon died, there was a revolution. The country called Israel became two countries. Oh, the south was called Judah. Rehoboam was the first king of Judah. The north was called Israel. Here, Jeroboam became king. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. The writer wants to teach a lesson, I assume. When the kings obeyed God, the people were at peace. When the kings did not obey God, they served other gods. Bad things happened. Yeah, kind of. When the people of Israel stopped serving God, he sent a prophet, a holy man. He was Elijah. He did wonderful things. He told the people to serve God again. See, very, very short um, as so far as that. But Elijah seems, again, we're getting a bunch of people who were missing a couple of points of like, there were some prophets who got eaten by lions. Um, and they were trying to do good and it just didn't fucking work out very well. Um, so there's, there's some missing pieces and parts, but the, on the whole, there it is. Um, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Please subscribe and rate if you can. A five-star rating would be fucking nice. Um, take care of yourselves and you've been gospel to by the stupid. <laughs>